0: This is a FUBAR Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com Michael Payne on FUBAR Radio.
1: Listen.
2: Our radio i am michael Payne. the song we just came out of is ben 10 featuring jme and shorty by Jamar. um i am joined by a very special guest co-host today in uh in keeping with tradition of late we've had can we remember all the past all the previous uh, special guest co-hosts we've had
3: in that six figure yep laughter yep yep
2: I Back say we. Back to you. <laughs> um, we've had Louis the Third.
3: Louis the Third.
2: And we've had Marcel. That, Marcel Somerville, Somerville from yeah. Love Island Blazing Squad yeah. fame.
3: I think that. I think that's, that's it. Yeah. That's it. So far, but that's today. It.
2: Today we complete the five-a-side team <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: with Franco Frays. <laughs> Yay. I'm privileged to join the list. No, I not at all, man. Privileged. And you Thanks actually definitely. have you you have the same initials as side Football. Fun fact.
4: Well, wow, look at that. You
2: actually have look the same initials as Fun
4: Fact as well. Hey, hey. Luckily you've got a pub quiz later because we you have got pub quiz, already. Bro. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we'll
3: just be fire. firing out some questions for you later, Franco, whilst we get in training for it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Actually, you should be throwing questions to us the other yeah. way around. We're Please be our yeah. quiz
2: master. Yeah, we need way. we need the practice. Well
3: I just learned about hyperbole, so I'm excited. Did you? you Did taught, you learn about hyperbole? You just taught me about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Natalie just um, Natalie just learnt the way to pronounce hyperbole. That's
3: the one Because
2: she'd always seen it written down instead of said. This is the problem, people do not exercise their vocabularies anymore mm. because no one talks to each other face to face all you ever see is fuckery via text mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying to you no one talks face to face so nobody gets a chance to exercise their vocabulary no one practices and no one gets taught no. you understand So talk to each other man Talk to us as well Um, Email us Well you're not really talking Maybe send a voice note to (laughs) us Send a voice voice note to us Yeah Franco Should we give out your number My
4: WhatsApp (laughs) conversations Are going more and more voice notes As the days go by bro Good I swear that's
2: the new thing innit So they should man Yeah You know Be a good uh, Be a good speaker Yeah that's it
3: so yeah so Franco if you want to read out your number
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no, you can yeah. email no, in all seriousness you can email us hump at com, or you can tweet to us at Radio. I'm just looking for some I hand know, cream in like my bag can you see me I'm, I'm, I'm,
3: you're rummaging in I'm the rummaging, bag I'm rummaging I am I'm rummaging
2: in the bag with two items in it <laughs> and I still can't find my hand cream for some hand cream
3: well it's we've mad. got some uh, really good guests coming up later on we do have some really show. good
2: guests coming up later on on the show and they go by the names of fuming grime legend um, um and also eddie temple morris and nick hawks um eddie temple morris obviously legendary dj um and nick hawks one of the founders of excel recordings legendary record label so it's a pretty legendary show
3: yeah i believe he signed the prodigy he did what? sign the prodigy yeah.
2: i believe that as well no, i believe it i think we were true. both I in believe- the same church <laughs> <laughs> when it got said yeah um true uh yeah you can you can speak to us or franco phrase all throughout the show or you can just listen to us chat shit and play games man we got we got a game we have coming up when fuming comes on i found my hand cream as well
3: that's it's good happy wednesday
2: happy wednesday happy hump day
3: yeah
2: um let's get into our first story shall Mm -hmm. we please before we do that actually Mm -hmm. i think it's uh i think it'd be rude not to kind of have a chat with franco you know
3: because oh right yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: he, he was crouching down behind that screen so I, I literally forgot you were there bro yeah. <laughs> I'm
4: ducking out in the corner mate that's what it is
2: you weren't on uh, you weren't on the station too long ago nah that's right yeah um, came through on the it was the the UN show
3: that you yeah. came in wasn't it last oh yeah yeah, yeah. women's
4: yeah uh-huh. so yeah. What, have you
2: been, what have you been up to since then what's going oh, on in Franklin as well?
4: It's, it's been busy bro I've basically I've, uh, I've put together an EP which is I've just secured some sort of like people to back it and push it which I'm very very happy with Brilliant. so we're looking forward to getting that out next month hopefully Mm -hmm. just been shooting the videos it's one of them you know it's like when you're putting music together you think it's going to take about two weeks to get the last bits of assets in and it takes about three years honestly honestly it's one of them So yeah I've been pushing that together I've got the um, I've got the video Sorted this week I'm just trying to Book out some shows I've got some shows With Skinny Man Coming up Which Amazing. I'm so gassed
2: about yeah. You should be
4: legend Yeah there. he's a legend brother And it's just nice To feel like I've come a long way From being a fan of his To like sort of Sharing the stage with him Yeah, with his power net, You know what I mean mm-hmm. So on a sentimental level level, I'm buzzing for that Yeah, I'm trying to get in Some festivals for the summer I got booked for Croatia outlet festival So I'm gassed again For Brilliant. that Have yeah. you have
2: you uh, been to Or played nah. in Croatia oh,
4: before yeah, I love it It's never. very very cheap yeah, yeah tell him about the wine
3: that 80p for a glass go. of wine there you oh, go. Yeah. Boom. It like, it i, I want to go back there straight away i want to so move my, there
4: my typical choice is red wine as well so
3: well, that's we gonna go. be made, there you go, go. Yeah. 80
4: pence bruv wrapped up bruv yeah. every time someone mentions croatia i always
2: get natalie yeah. to drop i'm like natalie's hype man when yeah. it comes to rapping about croatia i'm like tell him about the wine
3: 80p
4: boom
2: yeah that
3: was a large as well so they're not messing about there. imagine a small it's probably free just take it
4: yeah, but yeah, I've never been abroad with music really. I went to Scotland if we count that as abroad, but that's about it. So. You definitely can count Scotland as abroad. Yeah, I, it? I, I would say. It's a, it different is. borders, very different cultures. Count it. So it's my second time abroad with music <laughs> then. Mm. But yeah, I'm buzzing. To be fair, I'm buzzing. I'm in a good place and I'm happy as Larry, so I've got no complaints. Good.
3: Well, you have sent me. Is it one of the tracks I can play that you've sent me? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: next? yeah. This come out. Basically, I'd done a black box freestyle the other day or a couple of months ago, and it got put out and it has got a mad reaction. Good. And um, due to copyright reasons, I had to use a different beat, so we re-vocaled really the track. We called it Mayday Freestyle, and this is this is Mayday Freestyle. I'm Yo. very proud of this. <laughs> Oi. Oi. Franco phrase. Listen. I come from a place that I call my home. Made it myself like it's all my own. Sat on a pedestal that I call my phone. Got the stripes in life, ask them all I've shown. That they can't break me because I ain't made of glass.
2: That's nice Franco Fraze with
4: what's it? Mayday, Mayday, freestyle, Mayday yeah? freestyle, yeah. Done though, yeah. But, so what? What beat did you originally? Jeezy, um, Jeezy d- Legend. Okay, yeah.
2: No, I don't know if I've heard that, but I probably have,
4: bro. Listen, the thing with G-Eazy, yeah, is I, I overlooked him for a little while, and that last thing he put out, mate, is unbelievable. Honestly, yeah. it's one of them albums you put on and you listen back to back. It's a sick album. Yeah, so, it's, yeah.
2: it's mad. I just, I, I just don't, for some reason, never consciously look search for contemporary rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rap of the last...
4: Ten... no, nah, Five years. Yeah. I just don't do it. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. I stopped, bruv. I stopped for a little while. And to be fair, the thing what what I've noticed when I stopped looking is that it stopped me wanting the right music, Really, right. Do you know what I mean? When I got my head back in, what was going on, mate, I, was, I can't stop my hand. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm there with my pen. I'm just right, right, right. But... Yeah, I did the same, bruv. I ducked out for a little while and did nothing excited me. But then, weirdly, I think everyone's banging in English music at the minute. It's the first yeah. time I've really looked over to America to find something different. You know yeah. what I mean? That'll probably be what it is because, you know, I kind of
2: b- being a bit of a, an old dog, like I define rap as something completely different to yeah. a lot of kids now. So I don't. I just if someone says something is a rap tune, mm. I ju- I don't trust that I'm going to listen to it. And mm. we're gonna have the same opinions of on yeah. what is rap. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I just no, I feel yeah. like I kind of avoid I feel like I feel like a, a lot of the time I do feel I do feel old when it comes to appreciating music because the trends move so fast and it's all determined by what the kids like, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like if you're popping on the back of the bus, you're popping. Yeah, yeah. What do about you know what J.
4: Cole? Mean? Did you listen to new J. Carl? I not? didn't, not yet. Ah. I did I do you know what, I did hear um ATM. Yeah, I heard ATM and I think that's an amazing song well the, the interesting thing why I say is because what you're saying there is sort of what the album's a bit about as well Was about like what's rap music and what the what kids are banging now do you know what I mean and where mm. he thinks he fits and all that it's an yeah. interesting one as well because I'm hearing so many different people saying it's good and other people saying it's absolute pony so <laughs> honestly bruv it's, it's the most good that it's, it's the divisive split. isn't it but yeah. it's good
2: that people are talking about it, and it's good that there is so much choice mm. because that's what we've been waiting for but at the d- end of d- the
4: day but do you know what what's exciting me right now is the Kanye stuff because he's going to produce yeah, Nars is out on June away. 15th yeah. Boy, that's going to be unbelievable that isn't? is going to be a madness N- Nars, the trouble with Nas I feel is Nars is a massively Great lyricist, yeah, unbelievable MC. But I think his beat choice has just been everybody shit. says that. It's shit, everybody it? says that, and I see someone tweet and say, Oh, brother, I'm not excited about it. Someone who's like had a bit of weight about him as well, there's like, I'm not too excited because Kanye's producing it, it should be premiering. Oh, like, yeah, I saw that tweet, I don't agree with it, mate. I'm well excited, I'm for excited Kanye. for
2: both. I, I, he, he, he tweeted this. I can't um, remember who it was, can you? It was Chucky. Uh, it was Chucky, oh, right, it was Chucky right. yeah. So, he t- uh, DJ Chucky, he tweeted it and I liked it because I, I understood where he was coming I yeah, would I'll love it, to yeah. hear Nas with just premiere. Yeah. But he Kanye it, is good
4: enough. Was he the producer of All of Ilmatic? Prim- uh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Because yeah. that was obviously the, the greatest, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. But not on me, mate. Nas and Kanye, I'm buzzing, bruv. I can't fucking wait, mate, to be honest with yeah. you. I can't wait. I think it's going to be sick. I've been in a good time for rap music, bruv. Coincidentally, you're saying, yeah, listen, I think this year feels like I'm excited again, bruv. Yeah, man, like, yeah, real rap, mm,
2: 100%. Yeah. real um, rap,
4: bruv, yeah.
3: Keeping it old school, um, you just said then that I like to write, I've been writing lots of things down. Mm. So do you write all your lyrics down on, with pen and paper?
4: Um, I do when I'm in the studio because I find it gives me the nice pace to keep, like, go to the next line, but no, nah, not really. It's all voice notes and phones, you know what I mean? How do you
3: write
1: yours, Phone. Michael?
4: Uh, in blood,
2: actually, right, okay, on uh, on,
1: on
4: on bedroom walls. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then he sells the wall. It. He, he chips <laughs> the plaster out, <laughs> and sells it on
4: eBay. Bloodstone plaster.
2: I
3: could see you with a, a, pad, and, a pad and a quill.
2: Yeah, I sell the animal, the carcass <laughs> of the animal yeah, that, that, I, you... that I that yeah. I slew
3: oh. to. Um, well, to,
2: to, to get that blood.
3: Because a lot of people don't write down with pen and paper anymore mm. and they on the phones or whatever, don't they? But I think it's quite nice to be pen and papering it yeah. until you lose the notepad and then stuff yeah, like it, it's... Yeah, you know.
2: well, obviously it's not good for the environment in the long run, no. but it's not like there is, there's not enough paper for, you know, one of us to kind of for a lifetime um, have some. You know, it, we don't need to cut down any more trees for our personal supply, but if everybody did it, obviously it would have yeah. sort of bigger ramifications. But also... It's a it's a bit of a strain on your hand handwriting. Yeah. It can be
3: because we don't do a lot of handwriting anymore, do we? Yeah. So I know what you mean. It do feel a bit. Oh God, it's aching. Yeah, you're Plus, about a I minute in. Lo- and you're <sighs> like, yeah. My wrist
4: gone. I think Honestly,
3: that you there's a high chance that you know that, you hear a lot about or you have heard a lot about musicians that have done stuff on the, on their laptop, their one copy, and their laptop's been stolen. Yeah, that has, speak,
2: Speaking of Nas, mm, he that. lost the um, he lost the notepad that he was writing Ilmatic on oh, on the really? train. What? Yeah, yeah. He offered money. Um, I can't remember whether he got it back or not. I don't. Yeah. I think it's still out there the no. very notepad that he wrote all the lyrics but no. he remembered
3: them all or did
2: yeah he'd already recorded oh, them oh fine I, I thought yeah. he, that
3: was his copy again so I've got to rewrite the album because I can't remember <laughs> yeah. anything
4: but can't remember my own life <laughs> fuck but are you saying that it's like when you get your phone you write all these lyrics on or even starts Yeah, when you're a rapper you seem to write like eight bars and then you do a new like little notepad thing when your phone goes mate yeah, oh know, my god it's true mate. It's I, I've, yeah,
2: I've nearly cried losing phones mm, because right. of bars in, in, in them but I've got like stupid shit in my I know it's like one word Yeah Like not even a rhyme I just went I'm going to use this word In a rap one day mm. Yeah I, I do that type of thing You
3: need to back it up It's heartbreaking yeah. I, really I do
2: with, with my raps themselves
3: <laughs> Give me a ding
2: Please <laughs> Thank you very much um, Shall we get into a song now Yeah uh, And when we come back uh, Let's talk about The woman that mistook Photos of a wombat For her friend's Newborn baby That's Aliyusha with Cracks on mm. Fubar Radio. Really big song, that. Liked it. Jumpy. What did mm. you think about
4: that, Franco? I loved the production, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that as well. Mm.
4: Do you reminds me a bit like, you know, that Octavian sort of way? Oh, yeah. It's like that sort of like. Octavian. I hope he's massive. Yeah, I think he will be. did not you? I genuinely do. I hope like he does
2: because I bet fifty grand that he will.
3: Right? <laughs> <laughs> you just bet. You just put down fifty grand bet with Franco. Yeah, is that what it is? Oh, okay, oh, cool.
4: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I better ring
2: up me no,
3: pals. You, now you hope he's not making it. Yeah. Like, no, it no, 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 he won't do. He no, <laughs> I
4: feel like that music though. It's like I feel like that's where trap's gone. If you know what I mean. It's it's that trap hard thing, but it's got mellow and it feels yeah, like it's very wavy. Yeah, it keeps that cool sort of vibe about mm-hmm. it. I'm big fan of it, bro. Yeah, me too.
2: Me too. I. Feel I think, yeah, you're going to be hearing a, a lot about Octavian uh, in the near future, all our listeners and that. I need to burp, but I'm not going to because that's proper rude.
3: But you can't hold it in there. I
2: can't, can it's I? Just to get <laughs> no, out I'm not going it. No. I'm not, it might just come out mid-sentence. Okay. Let's, let's see. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, to do that, let's talk about the woman that mistook photos of a
4: wombat for her friend's newborn baby. She obviously needs a pair of glasses. She obviously ain't spec savers, is she? <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, remember this isn't the other way round. This isn't mistaking photos of a baby for. a... Wo- I don't know which is oh, worse. Is it? What's but worse? It's the
3: photos of a wombat for a baby. If you had a
2: baby, right? Would you prefer? Would you rather? Would you? Would you rather someone saw a photo of a wombat mm. and went, "Oh my god, I just found a photo of your kid"? Or would you prefer to show them a photo of your kid and them to go, "Oh, you just got a pet wombat"?
3: I think it's worse if it's a photo of your kid, isn't it? Mm, isn't yeah, it? I'd say, yeah, surely, isn't it? Then, well, well, neither have you way seen the good. photo as well? <laughs> 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 I haven't yet, but your reaction—I'm um, I'm imagining. To be honest,
4: actually, after seeing the photo, if someone thought that as my kid, I would not mind.
2: Are you serious? <laughs> <I wouldn't mind. laughs>
4: Are you sure it's not just a photo I of a think, kid then?
3: I think you need glasses, Frankie. <laughs> I don't look. Do you know what? I do need glasses. What the
4: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck?
2: Well, no me, way.
3: What happened?
4: That's a cute little kid, isn't it? Nah.
3: Let's have some more to the story. All
2: right. A woman congratulated her pregnant friend after seeing what she thought were photos of the newborn baby on Facebook the photos were actually of a baby wombat that the friend had found at the side of the road she commented OMG congratulations he's beautiful X I miss you so much to which the friend replied just with question marks eight hours later she then wrote I didn't look properly I thought you'd had your baby I'm so sorry OMG followed by so when are you due oh
3: god I mean that The photo of it is that it's quite clearly... You know, I wouldn't necessarily go that's a wombat but oh, I right. do know
2: do, do you know what yeah in context yeah this is the thing context does a lot yeah sorry I didn't mean yeah, to interrupt no, no. but carry on carry on no carry on. I'm
3: saying I would not know that was a wombat I think it would be a rodent of some sort but mm, I would never know so. it was I would never think that was a child
2: No. Nah. yeah
3: but you're saying you could in context now
2: no no I'm not saying I could in context but I thought that she'd seen the child before right. saw a photo of a wombat and, and basically thought that there was a similarity right. between a child that she'd already <laughs> seen but she clearly was expecting to see a photo of a newborn must have really bad cataracts or something. She must I don't did. know. You're right.
3: She does need to suspect savers check up immediately.
2: Must have seen this very black and white grainy photo with her, <laughs> with the brightness on her
4: um, screen all the way down. Look at the ears. From the other side of the room. Yeah. Even the way that the, like, the hand's holding it is not really That's like a baby photo. Nice. But to it be fair, mean. you've got
2: the white, you've got the sheet True. and everything True. there. True. That
4: looks like a, it could be a hospital bed. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah,
2: you uh, have yeah to It's yes, an
3: animal vet hospital bed, not yeah. a human hospital bed.
2: but but how do you know the difference if you're not because that's not a
3: baby that's not a human
2: it's not a baby and you know I am assuming that this photo wasn't black and white so she's got no excuse don't get me wrong
3: what humans have ears positioned on top of their head like that and a snout yeah, yeah exactly and, so c- and claws I it's got whiskers so mm. all around I'm, I wouldn't think so I mean, yeah I 12. don't think
2: that baby that, that, uh, she's not getting invited to the christening
3: no so what actually would be more scary is if someone did post that on Facebook saying welcome to my new addition to the family imagine, like it is my baby imagine. and then you'd be freaked out yeah,
2: yeah. £5 7 ounces
3: Whoa, okay. you just welcome a young
4: Christopher I think <laughs> I, <laughs> I see a documentary about that on channel 5 once
3: <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm not surprised they'll do anything to get ratings <laughs> me and my baby wombat <laughs> oh
3: my god I don't even know what is a what is a wombat
4: Band. It's a
1: member it? of a this band. Is yeah, yeah.
3: It is a band. It's a really good band. Actually, but <laughs> finally,
4: Scarce, isn't
2: they?
3: Yeah, they are yes. yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. The Wombats are sick. They
3: are a good band. We got the
2: Wombats. Yeah, massive shout outs to the Wombats. Yeah. Congratulations on the new addition to your family. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've
2: uh, never yeah. seen a natural one, but no. Me neither. I don't think you get them in England, yeah.
3: Australian, are
2: they? Yeah. Yeah, they've all they've always got whenever people talk about them, they're, they're always with Australian accents.
3: They're marsupials.
2: Mars? Oh, are they? So
3: this is good that we're learning something in case on the, the pub, pub quiz. quiz later, we're pub learning. What a yeah, name
2: is. a marsupial that isn't a kangaroo No,
4: There nice.
2: yeah, we go. We've, we've got one. We've got one. I okay. love
4: the contextualisation there, bro. Trust me, that you, quick, mate, you, that you never know. You never know, bro. Say so speaking.
3: We can see a photo. It could be a, a picture round. We see this photo. We're yeah. like, wombat. I mean, Is this a yeah. newborn baby
2: or a wombat? <laughs> yes. We'll win. We, will, we are guaranteed to get that question right now.
3: I feel like a lot of pop quizzes will be doing that. Wombat yeah. or baby. Nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Keith Lemon might do it. I don't know yeah, about yeah, yeah. Don't know anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> wombat or baby. Brilliant. Well, if you can lose that, then boy.
3: You know, there are some kids that look... Or there are some animals that have human-esque are there qualities to it but Um, more in like the monkey region I'd say yeah definitely
2: yeah because they're only you know they're they're, they're not very far removed no Um, koalas maybe
4: really No. no um you know, you know what though yeah, I'm going to be controversial but babies do come out quite pink and shriveled up yeah, yeah I of course if, I think if that had colour to it and she was driving her phone like driving around like people do oh, yeah, yeah, illegally yeah. looking on her phone she caught a little caption like oh there's the baby yeah. went back to the photo later yeah. because she only thought she just glanced it yeah, thought oh yeah. flip I forgot to say congratulations then said it that's like, true that's, that's how true. it happened I yeah. was a fly on the wall
2: she showed that she's got she, she showed that she didn't really concentrate when she is did, it she, this it this was just <laughs> reflex isn't it she yeah. looked. She glanced at the photo and scrolled down to the comments yeah. to add her little two pence yes. before even looking at the thing. Could Shut have been a potato. <laughs> yeah,
3: I could see why you could do that because sometimes there's a lot of babies going on and you're like, I don't need to see it. I know what baby. Yeah, I know a what baby, what baby looks,
2: looks like. Exactly. These times, this these times, you're it. commenting
4: on a sweet potato. Yeah. <laughs> she see the pink shrivel thing and thought baby's at. Better say congratulations. Exactly. Well,
3: congratulations to her new baby wombat. <laughs> baby
4: wombat. She should name the wombat what she would have called the baby
2: now.
3: Yeah, Dave. <laughs> Good night. Dave the Wombat.
2: Better suited to a wombat, good. to be fair, than a baby. Baby Dave. <laughs> baby Dave.
3: Baby Dave. you know, I've never seen a baby Dave.
4: I've never <laughs> seen a baby Dave. Royal family, was it? Oh,
2: wait, David. what did
4: they call David. their baby Dave?
5: Yeah. Baby Dave! King Dave. But when did... <laughs> 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 One day <laughs> he's going to be King Dave.
3: <laughs> what, um, what... That at what point though does a baby be born as david do you then go oh it's dave yeah and when do you, you it dave, david, when does it become yeah, it's not real. it's not as a baby nah. it's
2: got to be after puberty you know you can't a toddler. be called you've got to have a national insurance number if your name's dave before
3: you're dave, yeah. 100%, you dave 100
2: percent. you've got to have that you've got some form of id some yeah. some official document that you got yourself
3: yeah, true. You know what I mean? Before
2: yeah. be, you you got to make that choice yourself to be I called you Dave.
3: Know,
4: you know what's funny, though? Dave, obviously that rapper Santander Dave or whatever. Yeah, I'll Santander know. Dave, yeah,
2: yeah, Santander! Yeah. <laughs>
4: Well, oh,
3: Dave uh, his Santander. Name Dave, Dave.
4: James, his name is genuinely
3: Santander
2: Santan. after Santander.
3: The oh, the uh, build is it a building society? I
2: think it is it's a building going.
4: society. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Used to be having on the doorstep. Yeah. It's like Jesus Christ, but slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> There's no stable. It was Santander. <laughs> born to financial advisor parents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. but yeah, that's I thought that was a weird one. Dave the rapper.
2: Yeah, he made it cool though, don't you yeah. think? It's weird, isn't it? Because yeah. now you associate Dave with Dave mm. or the channel. I still,
4: Dave, be, yeah. being a slightly something <laughs> year old man, I still, <laughs> I'm still split between Dave the rapper and Dave the channel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You always think you're going to watch men behaving badly. It turns <laughs> out to be a rap about drugs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you would think by now that Dave would have thought, let's let's cash in, let's give Dave his own show on. Dave, That's what I oh, thought.
2: I, done. No, I reckon huh? it's too soon.
3: Do you think? Yeah. Too He's not old soon. enough yet to be on yeah, Dave Yeah, yeah.
2: But then he'll, then he'll flip the script. He'll get older and call himself David. Oh, yeah,
3: you uh, go. And back then do
2: Do you know what I mean? It's true.
3: Like when you abbreviate names, one of the best ones for me, because I I don't know why it comes from it's Henry going to Hank
2: that's Americans yeah, though yeah. isn't
3: it but why how does it Henry
2: even Hank her right. Hank? Hank
3: or like Edward is sometimes a Ted
4: yeah I get that
3: where's the T in Edward what yeah that's
4: Theodore as well isn't it what about Jonathan to Jonty you ever had that what? one Oh no yeah. I thought John- I all this Johnty. time I thought Jonty was a name same bro. it was about two weeks ago someone I worked with this kids called Jonty in music and then someone put they give me their PRS details and it was Jonathan and I was right. like my mind was blown oh, to is bits is he bruv. in the production duo yeah one bit yeah, yeah of course yeah. So I've worked with one bit which coincidentally Nick who's on here is their manager
3: Whoa. Look at
4: that for spooky business.
3: We were just talking about the degrees of separation. Oh, yeah. And that's weird, isn't it? But I agree that I thought John T was just like a posh name that people called. Yes, I did. I thought
4: the
2: same. Didn't know it was Jonathan.
3: Mm. Interesting.
2: Nebuchadnezzar. Who knew that Ed was short for Nebuchadnezzar? (laughs) Oh, I did, yeah. Sorry. It's that one commonly didn't get me. Known as that.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. It might be, though. Yeah. It might be. Um, let's get into a song, man. Well, you're on Fubar Radio. Uh, when we get back, let's talk about the man who was jailed for 50 years for stealing more than a million dollars worth in fajitas over the course of nine years.
5: See what it comes down to. You know you gotta dig deeper than that. And right
2: when you're close to defeat, Power again. Power. that's B Live featuring. Sorry, Evil B. I'm still stuck in like
4: 2000 or something featuring Kelly LaRock. Um which is interesting coincidence because Kelly LeRock and B Live being from back in them days. Mm, so. exactly,
2: exactly. Cool mm. um, Kelly yeah man I love her voice I was saying earlier on when I, uh, I realised that we were playing one of her when, when Natalie told me that we were going to be playing spinning mm. this tune that I saw her at Champagne Steam Rooms at Brixton Academy earlier on this year Corrupt FM Champagne Steam Rooms and honestly she was only on for like five minutes maybe she did a little medley of like some of her like garage hits and that and just yeah hits in general or whatever mm. literally one of the best vocal performances I've ever fucking heard it was amazing. And she was running up and down this stage like she was warming up for the Olympics. Do you get what I'm saying right. to you? At the same time as doing this. It was incredible. Yeah.
3: What was her big was it a
2: little bit of loving? Um, um My Love. That was a big one.
3: Oh, yeah. Well yeah. that was the
2: garage remix of um My Love. To see
3: if we got any She had no. um Well, uh, the only one actually the only one on the system, you remember this one is this one. Remember that? Yep. Which is a big tune.
2: Yep when you need, yeah. So that's a yeah. good song. No,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. Do, do you this not Remember this? No. no, one, I don't no? This both. was a rhythm. Oh yeah! Is that what it was called? When a uh, little bit of loving. Yeah. Yeah. This was a rhythm. All oh, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Voice rivals Mariah Carey's.
1: Yeah, I would say. Yeah. 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 Shout out all anyway. the female
3: inside yeah, the house club. What a banger! Anyway, so you say, yeah, she's back.
2: Yeah, um, she is back with that banger. Well, she's she, you know she's featured on a banger mm. by uh, Evil B. Um, I did promise you that we'd get into something really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I didn't don't say lie.
3: Kelly LaRock is, I would say.
2: Yeah, that, absolutely, absolutely. That was a surprise, though. That wasn't yeah. what I was talking about. That was just, you know, another interesting thing wedged in. This, though, is the story of. Um, wait, what story did I say we were going to talk about?
3: I can't remember. <laughs> go for the squirrel, page one.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's go for the squirrel on page one. We saved, so We saved the 50 years for. Stealing. Yeah, do that.
4: Yeah, we saved that
2: one. Yeah, should, that is the one I was talking about, oh, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I found it. I found oh, it. I found okay. it. Because okay. I'm quite hungry now, so this is the perfect one. To to talk about so twenty two year old Kerry Hammond no sorry fifty three year old Gilberto Escamilla arranged for (laughs) deliveries to the Daryl B Hester Juvenile Detention Center where he worked and then he would sell um, these fajitas on himself (laughs) he would sell them on himself the same day someone needs some commas in their eyeballs he was.
3: he's just sell them on himself. Sell them. he I'm, was just you know, a table
2: I am now a table <laughs> I am a counter <laughs> a buffet is now open his he's dick nice was now. in just one of <laughs> in one of the fucking fajitas Do
3: you know what though people have, have, used to have a thing where you'd go to a party or whatever and there has got like you eat food off people yeah you of could course. just be outside with some that's probably what he was doing just, like, come and buy them off me yeah
2: you've got a captive audience as <laughs> yeah. well isn't it literally is
3: that man covered in fajitas yeah.
2: <laughs> not just that man is that prison warden yeah <laughs> Covered in fajitas yeah. um, He was caught out When he took the day off For a medical appointment And an order of 880 pounds of fajitas Turned up He was fired And arrested the same day And will serve 50 years in prison
3: It seems excessive
2: mm. Nine well, years though He did it for just under a decade
3: Right yeah This was
2: like the Fajita redemption <laughs>
3: Well, that's what happens when you take a so, day off, it? There's
4: so many questions,
3: ain't there? There's <laughs> so
1: many,
4: many questions. The lesson you've learned is don't take days
2: off. No, yeah. What I'm
3: learning is I know full well when I order something online, I know the day it's going to be delivered. So I, I'm cancelling that medical appointment if I know I've got, this a, is if true, got true. 880 pounds worth Especially of if it's is, a
2: federal offence.
3: Yeah, I'm not taking that. I'm not going to the doctors on that
4: day. <laughs> is it 880 pounds in weight or pounds in. Uh, definitely in weight. In weight, yeah. Because
2: it doesn't say where it was, but I'm assuming it was either in America or or Mexico but I'm assuming it was in America Mm.
3: so he's selling them on himself to, to the prisoners. Yeah, in, like that's a lot of fajitas to not be caught. Though, do you know what
4: though? I blame, I blame the people. Like, how does it work? that you can order them and then sell them, and they've not tracked that they've been ordered. But
3: how are they getting you know into really? the prison? Is he running out? and Go, I'll get the delivery this morning. Don't worry. He's
4: running out <laughs> that's the, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> like, there's a lot of like lack of accountability here all around, yeah. isn't there? Really? Yeah. yeah. How is he able to do that? He like must have worked years. in the
2: department that orders the food. He must have.
3: Right, but if he's on reception, say, I don't know if they have, and then No, but he, yeah. he, if he, he orders to...
2: if he orders them and like no one's going to no one's going to be like that's an awful lot of heaters today.
3: But for 9 years. Exactly. Like, someone's going to Exactly. Go, like, no, because some, they're going to some... get used
2: to it, aren't they? Yeah,
4: yeah but someone must have to sign off like, the fact yeah. that they've ordered them for j- for heaters, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, no,
2: but the thing is he's he's probably not ordered. He's over 9 years, yeah. Mm. Like, to be fair, a million Fucking dollars, 50, over eh? nine.
4: Year. Oh, a million! Yeah, sorry. F- a million dollars a million over dollars.
2: nine years. Yeah, that is, that's a hundred. Wait, what is that that's just over? That's a hundred and ten thousand dollars a year. that's how's what he I'm stole, saying, how's he stole just it? Just under that. just he over he
3: though? He's been. He, sorry, I'm confused now. So he's had them delivered, and mm. he's paying for the deliveries, or who's paying for the deliveries? The, del- the, the prison. prison must be paying so for the, the prison, deliveries. But he's. How's he got into the accounts to order it? it then it must be.
4: It must be his department. He right. must sign off. Yeah, exactly. So right. So he so works in accountancy as well, by the then, sounds of so it. So there's nothing
3: weird <laughs> it's about two people, isn't it? an accountant at a prison, <laughs> exactly. ordering this, going out to collect it, and then going in. I don't think isn't you see it? I don't With think his
4: trolley, he's also the chef. <laughs> Mate, he's got Mark, on he's, a, he's got an outfit. There's a suit or one suit. Do you know what they should have promoted him?
2: They should have <laughs> sent <laughs> him to prison, bro. They should have promoted him. So when he walks down the corridor, you're looking from one direction. He's like, "Why it's Emilio, the food guy." He's Back and it's,
4: like it's Oscar the accountant. Isn't it? <laughs> Mate, uh, that's what I mean. there's so many unanswered questions here. I'm thinking,
3: you? like, if you're an accountant, I don't know, I mean, I'm not familiar with prison, I haven't really been in one for long or ever. But um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's telling. <laughs> yeah. But um, I do feel like, you know, in all the TV shows, I've never seen an accountant popping into the prison ward no. to hang out with the prisoners for in the real. yard.
2: Checking out what their dietary requirements <laughs> are. What do you look like? <laughs>
3: You see the prison guards But you don't normally see An accountant out there It's
2: true It's mad And it? how do you know That fajitas are so popular And you know You can make a million dollars In nine fucking years Do you
3: not think They get bored of it like, I'm Not a fajita Tuesday again Honestly like, Come
2: on I reckon he was extorting them He was forcing these fajitas On the on these poor boys
3: Well do you know what He'll be upset now Because now he's in prison For 50 years I don't think they'll be Having any more fajitas in there
2: Yeah it's true well, Maybe, he, maybe
3: he'll keep It's a long time Yeah
2: though, it's, it? it's a pity It's not proper prison Isn't it Because he could have Just stayed in there And no one would have cancelled the order. (laughs) And he could have got his (laughs) phone back.
4: (laughs) <laughs> it could have been a good one. Ran <laughs> like, around there and done it still. But like, listen, it? I don't work out. Also, he's, he could have made a million dollars then. Did he make a million dollars? You know what I mean? Yeah, he did. He did. He made a million dollars. Oh, no, yeah? sorry.
2: He stole more than a million. It doesn't mean. No, you're absolutely so right. So, did he He steal was obviously them. selling them cut price. This is it. So, he right. done him a favour. <laughs> he was like,
4: let's rob off the prison and give back to the people. He was like Robin Hood, really. Yeah, he was. He really. robbed from I mean, the rich and it, gave it to the poor.
2: Except Robin
3: Hood didn't do a 50 year prison term. No, so.
2: nah, He got killed instead. Poor. He did, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh. I didn't watch the end of that, but did he get killed? Well, did no, he?
2: the real Robin Hood didn't he get oh. killed. Kevin Costner didn't.
3: Kevin Costner lived ever yeah. after,
2: and uh, fucking, what's fine. his face came along? Sean Connery. Sean Connery, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened with the actual woman Hood, though. I think he got killed. I think, as the myth goes, mm. as legend goes, I think he was killed. I can't remember. Or was that Dick Turpin?
3: I thought Prince of Thieves was the true story.
2: Well, Morgan Freeman's that old. <laughs> <laughs>
3: They he all played myself. Them- I, I thought Robin Hood was American because Costner yeah. was obviously a, all American. Do you in not that think
2: film. his uh, British accent was convincing?
3: I, did, I didn't realize he did one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did he do? That? I don't think he did oh, it one, one. Did he? Hey, I'm Robin Hood.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey Rob. I mean, Robin Hood. <laughs> Christian Slater was definitely an American. Will Scarlet. There's no doubt. He- wasn't he?
2: Yeah, he was very American. <laughs> wasn't he? Hey. Nice. Yeah, I think he was. Wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I'm your brother.
3: <laughs> no wait, no wait. Was he? I think he was like, God damn it, Robin. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Where was Brian Adams from? <laughs> he's Canadian.
2: Yeah. Also, it
3: was called Hank Scarlett in the film, not Will Scarlett. I don't know why. Wait, what? <laughs> <I'm hysterical.
2: laughs> I was thinking, how much of my childhood do I need to revisit now? I did
3: see that film, but I don't know, really know. Nah. I know he's real, but.
2: Yeah, no, who? Robin, Hood? Robin Hood's not real. Is, is, is he a myth? No way, <laughs> Robin Hood cannot be real.
3: Isn't he? I, I thought think he's down. real. I always
2: thought that was folklore.
3: Oh, well, I've got no idea. No. I know you the know Sheriff what? of Nottingham was good real. to learn this now in case pub pub that quiz. comes up. On the pub quiz real. We need to know whether Robin Hood's real. Yeah, or not. can
2: we? Can our producers maybe? Can yeah. someone send through um, this, Robin Hood's Wikipedia page?
3: This could easily be like a real thing where it's like, is Robin Hood real or not? Yeah, if there's, there, a, if there's a if there's a good pub quiz, he's obviously real. Yeah. It's just folklore. It it's is folklore. folklore. Is it God. folklore? It is. Oh, yeah, Jesus He's from Christ. Nottingham.
2: Yeah, Nottingham exists.
3: Right. Yeah. So he, he's but it's folklore from Nottingham.
2: Reese is from there. Maybe Reese doesn't exist.
3: And yeah, maybe Nottingham doesn't exist. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe no. Reese doesn't
2: exist. <laughs> All this he's time Reece I've just had myth. this. <laughs> yeah, he's a myth. I've had this ima- imaginary friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we move on? I
3: think we should get into a quick time and then get fuming in. To yes, be honest. absolutely.
2: You're on Fubar
1: Radio. Oh. Oh.
2: That was I Owe You Nothing by Senabose. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was going to say it really quickly because I can never pronounce it.
3: Senabose. It's
2: like hyperbole. Oh, it's yeah. one of those ones I've never heard said, I've only ever seen it. So I just kind of interpret it how I would other right. words with that same kind of. Senabose, I, I want to go with.
3: Senabose. Yes. Yeah,
2: Senabose. It's got a ring to it. Um, I am, of course, joined by my special guest co-host Franco Fraze, and Natalie, aka Sarah De Bunda. But we've got our first guest in the studio right now, in the shape of <laughs> Grime legend Fumin. Oh, Fumin, yeah. sorry. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> six, six, six. George Foreman there. <laughs> Foreman <laughs> <100. laughs> <laughs> like, really them actually, grims, yeah. bro. We've <laughs> been talking grims? about food like yeah. <laughs> uh, quite recently. Fuming, I'm my bad. How's it going sir? Yeah man, I'm I'm good and well. Yeah, good man. Well. Yeah. Looking good. You look good, isn't it? Yeah, I was it look well, bro. you look well, bruv. You me feel do you know what, you what? The
6: amount of comments you see under my videos saying this one don't age. Trust yeah, me, don't bro. age. For real, yeah. for real.
4: What's the secret? Yeah, for uh, real. What's the secret
2: I think, to the youthful Caribbean jeans You know yeah. that black
6: old crack and all that. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, I heard a good
2: one the other day. I was sitting with a, with a, ch- a Chinese girl, and she went, "An Asian don't raisin." Ha <laughs> <laughs> <Nice. laughs> Really good one. Really good one. I'm um, have to think of one for for the whites I don't <laughs> yeah. know what it is. Just give me a minute, I'll see what i think, bruv
6: Caucasian ain't aging <laughs> oh,
4: really Get on, bruv, he's go. already got one got. This is why you're an MC, bruv You know what I mean? Coming it, to you here, <laughs> this is it Do you want to freestyle or what? <laughs> has the uh, has the
2: new music been a, a, has yeah. been a part of the reason That you, you've been keeping so young?
6: Um, yeah, definitely. Keeps me alive, gives mm-hmm. me a reason to keep ticking and active, active. It's just been hectic. I think I've been back about six months yeah. and I've been active. Yeah. Real, real active. Very yeah, quick free free yeah. in quick
2: succession. Three releases in, in quick um, succession.
6: Three releases, yeah, that free um my single solo releases mm-hmm. and I've also done two collab videos. Yeah. Shot a third.
2: Yep. So yeah. And mm-hmm. it's and and so you're you're working with Grand Originals, yeah. yeah. I'm is with that is that Re- uh, releasing stuff or kind of work on the business level, kind of part of Grime Originals itself.
6: Yeah, I'm I'm pushing the movement. I'm on board for like the whole push, but um, Grime Originals is kind of branching into a label and so. other you know as you do absolutely um, other avenues. So yeah.
2: But so you're wearing one of the tracksuits, so the moment. The drop right now, yeah, get yeah. your
6: merchandise, uh, gramoriginals.com.
4: Well, what is Gram Originals? Did Gram Originals come back as a rave then? Yeah, was it a It started as an
2: yeah, event. Yeah, it, it did, yeah. As an
4: so it was an event to bring back the old <laughs> culture, like the proper culture of Gram yeah, yeah. that's like, like you said,
2: the proper
6: culture. The, yeah, the yeah. proper. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah well, it's, it's pretty much, yeah, to give the, the new lot the, the insight of where it all started. A lot of them don't know yeah. the homework, the behinds of it, the, mm. the roots of it all. So it's giving the, the new gen artists a good. Insight is in where it all started. Who was who? Right. Where the sound come from? Because it's evolved the sound. Cool. Show, Whether yeah. you like it or not, that evolved. But um, it's evolved.
4: Yeah. Do you still so. do like? Does it feel the same? The way the rave is? Does it feel the same way as back in the grime day? Grime originals. Yeah. yeah. It's nostalgic that's what Wiley's saying about it as well. Yeah. Wiley's like, listen, bruv don't get it twisted. Grime originals is grime Originals yeah, it, it,
2: it's, it's like being in two thousand and five. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Is Absolutely. We we actually interviewed. Um, Sharky Major Yeah Literally I think The week before The, the inaugural Graham Originals And um, to see the way It's taken off And sort of Spanned that into the, you, You're absolutely right It started yeah. as this event Yeah And, yeah. and it's spanned into Yeah, a, a, yeah. A, Just a platform Yeah An incredible platform It also gave A lot of the
6: uh, Old artists uh, um, A lease of life again mm. You see a lot of A research of a lot of The faces that built Gram in the beginning exactly. They've come back now And like gave them A little platform To do their thing So yeah man
4: yeah, it's all good. Are you seeing like kids come through to the rave as well? Like the, yeah, the new see, generation. Yeah, we see a load yeah. of the new gens come through. Yeah, which is good. I bet they love it's it and all. Yeah, they, 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 they love
6: it. They yes, love it. They love it. And also, um we're getting them performing, doing their own oh, sets it? at yeah, brand yeah. originals. Yeah, they do a new gen set. So yeah, yeah man, it's going off. Yeah, yeah.
4: It's tying the worlds together, isn't it, bro? Yeah, tying both together. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? I think
2: I think we we should come back in a sec but we should listen to the brand new single I Want In I Want In so, out now yeah, yeah, I was just about to say if you do out us now, the honour of all, uh, digital, intros- all
6: digital platforms out now the video is out on Graham Daily produced by Silence our Gram Originals records take it in
2: I want in by Fumin, who joins Boom. us yep, in the yep, studio yep, yep, right yep. now on Fubar Radio. <clears throat> it's
4: got me bopping around, bro. it has got the energies there, no, you know mate.
2: That is a grime original. That, that is, is, like, yeah. you, the, the okay. production, everything. It's got, I, I, could, I was thinking Channel U, for fuck's sake. Nostalgia. You know I mean? yep, Proper yep. Nostalgia. That's what man. we're
6: doing, Channel U. Capture the, the essence, the mm. essence of where it all started. Yeah, yeah, has there been right. a lot
2: of work with Silencer?
6: Yeah, I've done a couple projects. My last video was from Silencer uh-huh. as well. So yeah, I'm working closely with Silencer I really yeah. Paley as
2: a producer. Yeah, he's got that source. Yeah. He's, he's got
1: definitely that got that time he's that time machine source. Yeah. I remember
4: when Logan brought him on Kiss, bruv, and he was giving in the intros and all that. That's what I mean, bruv. We're saying going back, mate. Yeah. I feel like it's still the same bruv, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. really do. Maybe I've m- fell asleep for six years and forgot saying happening, bruv. I think I have <laughs> mate. <laughs> it's it's it's
2: well, um, let's, um, without further ado, get into the most exciting part of the day for me. <laughs> um, and it's always the game. Whenever we have a guest in, we try, we
7: try to um, okay. So in honour in, of you being fun. here today,
2: Fuming,
3: okay. yeah, if I, I was Fuming, I might say I'm quite angry. So um, let's play a game of this. Fuming Famous with Michael Payne, franco Fraser and Fuming on Foo Bar Radio. Ah!
2: Lots of Fs in there. Yeah, a lot of Fs yeah. in there.
3: And that, do you know what that scream was? No points, but do you know what scream that was? Very famous scream. Was that the scream. Willem scream? Yes, it was. Do you know about the Willem no, scream? Mm, no. It's a stock scream.
2: Yes, yeah, basically, you, you'll you hear it in a lot of blockbuster movies, yeah? yeah? Not as in movies that you get from blockbuster video, but yeah. big movies, You—you you, if there's a, a scene where someone like falls off a cliff or is, is, is put, kicked or shot off a horse... There's a there's an inside there's an inside joke where they use this scream. It's a stock scream that this guy recorded years and years ago, and you always I can't I, I, I think there's um has he got publishing on? Yeah, it? that's <laughs> what I was about to say. He's, <laughs> right. he's must uh, be nice, honestly not it, just, he's yeah. just He's just there from early, p- p- <laughs> <laughs> He's recording he like, he the score. Please use this every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, it is a bit of an inside joke, and a, a lot of um I think you you know you you're, you're hearing like Star Wars. If you Google it, like,
3: it, there's a whole yeah. people on YouTube have got a lot of time on their hands to so put together like compilations. The Will the will I scream, scream? Yeah. yeah. Um, so what when I have you first got... said it,
4: I thought you meant Will I Am. Like, will I, that was the will, will I Am scream. scream. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's on the voice <laughs> and someone <laughs> dancing. <done something clean, laughs> there's a sample that. Well,
3: what I have got is seven clips of famous people uh, being quite angry. I just need to know who they are. So write them down. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seven okay.
2: people being angry.
3: <coughs> yeah. Here is um, the well-known person number one. Just tell me who it is. But well, don't tell me. Write it here. It
4: Fuck off you, you fat useless
5: sack of fucking Yankee Yankee doodle shite. Okay. I know that no, is definitely everyone.
3: That's quite. That. Don't know. You can't. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows that who definitely. an angry person is. Okay, here's angry person number two. What'd you say? Yes, you
4: ain't wanted. What'd you say? You ain't oh, fucking
3: you beat you the said, fuck, said, fuck right? out of you. Who's that? He's angry. Which one
2: though? Yeah. The first one? one. First voice, voice.
3: First voice. First voice. what you say? Yes, you ain't wanted. What'd you say? You ain't oh, fucking you beat said, the fuck, said, fuck right? out of you. you got-
2: Oh, one.
3: I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Fuck the one, what you say? This exactly. is my
6: expertise. I live on YouTube, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know
3: exactly. Okay, I'm oh, lost,
4: bro.
6: Trust. Angry
3: person number three. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Anyone? Oh,
4: good
2: for you. We're getting clues later, aren't we? Yeah, there's some clues for you okay. later.
3: But, uh, okay. Don't, stress don't know me.
2: that one. Here's uh
3: angry person number four. Don't shorten your compare dress. They would never to me. They
2: would never make it. Which but the don't, first don't, one don't, don't compare, compare yourself to me, me ever. Wait, gonna say her? Don't shorten your compare dress. They
3: would yourself your yourself never to me. They would, ever. Ever. They would ever. never make I don't know. You're going you're, you're to know, know, know this one. Okay, here is number five. Fuck
6: off you, you fat useless oh,
3: no, no, sack.
6: Nope. He's going to do that, that one again, again
3: isn't yes, no, no, he? loving five. that one. Don't fuck with the fucking witch! God damn you! <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you okay? Don't uh, okay. fuck with the fucking witch! God damn you! Okay. With the fucking witch? I think he says witch, yeah. And I don't know what which witch he's referring to, but... Don't lost. mess with her Oh
2: God No it can't me. be
3: Well it could be uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're I'm saying I'm going to go for it but... This one is so easy That I know Franco Pick up your pen again You <laughs> mate, even look even, at my answer sheet. You'll get this one okay
2: Oh yeah of course Come I on, on yeah one.
3: come on um, Come on Franco Yeah
2: I know <laughs> Next year Valentine's Day you were so to you say song, I love Franco, I you it, Love yeah. you And
3: I Swear giving you the words swear. of the
2: song here Hell yeah When you yeah, were you can saying I don't like I'm you very much at the moment, Franco her. That's what. That's
3: just a clue That's a clue <laughs> yeah, there yeah. Franco, I don't like you very much at the moment Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ah! <laughs> 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 that's just a oh, big clue the so lyrics, right okay?
4: Yes, yeah, so a um, good one!
3: Yes! <laughs> okay, and then the final one Number seven Okay, is You don't have the brains or the decency as a
2: human being. Ooh. That's obviously a phone call That
3: is a phone call Sh- It's not a clue Everyone
2: makes phone calls <laughs> Yeah 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 uh, I don't know I'm going to have to wait for a clue
3: Alright who, who needs clues on which ones
2: I'd love clues uh, on. We might as well just go for all of them
3: Okay uh, So number one um, Is Scottish A Scottish man of birth Oh yeah,
2: yeah I know that one But he cooks
3: as well He's yeah. a Scottish chef
1: Right mm-hmm. That's very okay? helpful
3: uh, Number two Is a Canadian uh, Pop star mm-hmm. Yeah Yeah yeah. Got something for that. Yeah. Okay, uh, number 3, uh actually I should, but number 3 was Oh,
0: good for you.
3: He is an Oscar winning actor. In fact, he was a Charles actor. Charles, child actor. He's a Charles actor as well. Oh. Um he was born in Wales, but you wouldn't know that now. Oh, okay,
2: actor. yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about um this
3: is too easy if I give you this clue. Uh but he's be, been a Don't senior. say it. Don't he's say it. a superhero oh, in you're a film. So
2: silly. He, and he's okay, not a I'm, superhero.
3: Well, kind of is, isn't he?
2: No, i still lost. He's a Go rich on. vigilante. Gone. Okay. Take uh, a punt. Number four.
3: Oh, okay. Number four was short in your come dress. Out. They would never, never to meet. They would never She is a supermodel. Um Oh. Yeah. Yeah? I think so. From that you got it. Okay. Yeah. Um she sort of was around the time really famous of the sort of Cindy Crawford. She was in that sort of era. Um, got another time that she was angry. She I think she threw a phone at somebody. Oh right, yeah, yeah so I was thinking of someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, number five. Don't fuck
1: with the fucking
3: witch! God damn you!
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's a he's a rapper, American oh. rapper. Oh. Yeah.
4: Oh, like- um. There's only
3: one of those. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to think about he's an American rapper. Um, originates from Detroit. Yeah, I knew yeah. that. Detroit, what? Detroit, baby. Love witches in Detroit. Clearly, you oh, don't mess with them. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
6: Yep,
3: yep. You got something yep. for that, no. Frankie? Changes his air color quite a lot.
2: Detroit, what?
3: Detroit, baby.
2: No. I was just Often, listening like, to my Will Smith CDs.
3: Okay, uh, number <laughs> six. You had that. You had that, no? Six, I got six. Oh you got seven, six, six, okay, all right. So number seven, uh, which was You don't have the brains
1: or the decency as a human being.
3: Okay, this is an American actor, he's got some famous brothers, um, and he's often been appearing on Saturday Night Live recently playing Donald Trump.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh shit, wait, which one is it though?
3: The most famous brother. Oh yeah, course, of course, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, it's sick. got a brother as a main star of Coronation Street, the character. No way! <laughs> so he hasn't. But they, oh, they used to be a character in Coronation. Street Oh yeah, of course they
2: did. They did <laughs> can you imagine yeah, if that
3: was real? I yeah, can yeah, imagine. imagine. It. Oh, Th- no, yeah. There's
2: so many of them that yeah. they probably his, infiltrated the. His brother the soaps. was
3: Ken in Coronation Street, the <laughs> character. Um, okay, so let's go. A few minutes. Number one. What do you have?
6: Uh, Gordon, Ramsay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay, the chef yeah. himself. Points all round. Clark Ramsay. Uh, who do we
3: have for number two?
2: Justin Bieber Bieber yep. Bieber,
6: Bieber, Bieber fever
3: Got the beebs, Points yep. all around there Okay number three Who did we have it Was the Oscar winning actor? I've
4: got Michael Keaton <laughs>
3: okay. Who have you got? Uh, you got actually, I've wins? got Mel Gibson Okay, well, they I have got, won Oscars, I yeah. believe, so that's true. has got
2: Christian
6: Bale. You've
3: done it, yeah, it's Christian oh, Bale. Okay. Well done there. Do you remember that actually clip was when it was on it set? Was the
2: director, really. No,
3: I don't know if it was the director, but somebody kind of walked into oh, his eyeline shot. on oh, yeah, set and he didn't, and he, oh, yeah, didn't yeah. Yeah. like that. He didn't like that. He stopped yeah. it and there was a big yeah. rant that he did. It was for
2: Terminator, I think, wasn't it? I, I think, think it was, yeah. For a ter- yeah, yeah. one of the Terminator movies. I think movies. it was, yeah. He and he just stayed in character. Yeah,
3: he did. Bad well, man. clearly, because he doesn't speak with a Welsh accent, he's American now. He's just—he's never out of character. <laughs> anyway, do you, American Psycho. Remember, he did that. Oh yeah, that's good. Anyway, that's him. So number four, who was she?
4: Naomi Campbell.
3: Yeah, yep. oh, yep. got, got that. Yep. Got that. Okay. I, I said
2: Tyra Banks at first. I'm not gonna lie, but I crossed it out.
3: Okay. Uh, number five, the witch. Don't mess with the witch guy. Who was that? Can I
2: be slim shady? Yeah. M&M. Did you, what did you
3: get Franco
4: I put Little Yachty Little <laughs> <laughs> Yachty from from Detroit
3: don't mess with a witch <laughs> <laughs> that's what the
4: clue. that's what he got from the clue should, a rapper from
3: Detroit no,
4: no you said he changed <laughs> his hair co- he does, does. his hair a lot. He so does. Little Yachty came back that no, that's true
3: m M&M, and M&M, M&M M&M, to be fair Cheers. does grab. change his hair he was blonde and now he's got Dark hair. Has he? Yeah, yeah he's got a beard. And oh dark yeah, yeah. Hair, change he changed it once. He changed
4: it once.
3: And change it back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so really, it's quite just, a lot. Started it once, didn't <laughs> yeah. he? Um, number six, of course, you all know. Kellys. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, number seven.
2: It's got to
6: be Alec Baldwin who i got Alec Baldwin Did you? Yeah Human, Who did you get? I wrote down the Wayans I heard there's oh. a load well, There a are low. a there is, Wayans, is that, yeah. Yeah. there is
3: Ken Wayans in Coronation Street you? <laughs> 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 There you go There you go It was all
6: adding up <laughs> Ken Wayans <laughs> Amazing <laughs> 1, two, three, four, five, six
3: for Michael Payne One, two, three, four, five. Wait what? 7? Seven, 7 yo five No me. you didn't get everyone did you? Oh yeah, you 4 marks my G 4 marks my You did and then one, two, three, four, five. Oh yeah So in last place it is Franco and Fumin. Michael mm-hmm.
4: Payne, where? He beat me, this. bro. He beat me, mate. I for I know, this.
6: no.
4: i got two wrong. I absolutely
6: live for I just want to, just
3: for one last time. Don't <laughs> fuck with the fucking witch! God damn you! I really need to see the rest of that clip. <laughs> who's but no, that then, who, Eminem? Who's he, I, I need to watch the clip again. and <laughs> know Who's he shouting at. Who's messing with the witch? Who That's is the witch?
4: pure anger.
3: Is, <laughs> it, is that Eminem? Is yeah, that, it's yeah. Eminem.
2: This okay. got me what? from a music video, or is it a real rant?
3: No, it's a rant, and to be honest with you, if I ever met him, I would have no questions about his music. All I want to know is who's the witch. He's the witch, and was fucking with the, the witch? I'd have no other questions about it. Who was him.
2: fucking with the he was tampering with this Who was messing with the witch? With this magical being, you know what I
3: mean? Okay, yeah. It so pe-
4: obviously, it pissed him off, so. It did. For real. Don't yeah, tamper so with right? witches around around uh, Marshall Mathers. <laughs> One for the pub quiz. What don't Eminem like <laughs> <in> to <the> tamper with? <laughs> <laughs> witches.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> witch tamperers.
1: He's not really. He's yeah. not fond of them. No.
4: <laughs> hey, talking about hate though, did mm. Roll Deep and Firecamp hate each other back in the day? Um, no,
6: I would say Leaf and Wally never hated each other.
4: Yeah,
6: I think amongst the little ones, it started to get like
4: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like it started to get hate, hatred. Well, Trim, I had, I had a decent amount of hate for Trim. Yeah. 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 Well, like punch-up style hate.
6: Or? I don't know. I don't ever think it was that deep. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever think it was that deep. nah no. Yeah. We've, we've all been on sets we've been, we, we, we were forced to be on sets Like weekendly So yeah. it never really was that deep it Yeah was there'd be lyrics. no
2: point Yeah Franco wanted some guts. He's yeah. like, "Fuck
4: this game, man!" Like, no, why know, why, why know, for the punch-up <laughs> <though>? stuff? <laughs> yeah, bro, but no. Do you know what it is? Because when, you, when, <laughs> when you're listening, yeah, you're thinking, yeah. "I like this, but I want to know how real the beef um, is." I and I don't beats, think it had to be that real to the like, like it. back still. then were mm. a lot more authentic.
6: Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, it is a bit more publicity-based, and yeah. you know what I mean. They've worked yeah. out that the physical stuff stops you making money. Right, yeah.
2: English English MCs shouldn't have beef with each other, man. It's too small, man. In America, you can. This uh, you could be yeah. a, oh, a rapper from Englands. New York, yeah. yeah. You got fifty-two fucking Englands. You're yeah, absolutely right. You can yeah. chat shit about a man on the other coast. In different yeah. time zones. you ain't even gonna yeah. hear it until you go bed. You yeah. know what? You wake puppy. up, and it's, it's a brand new day over here, yeah. London. That's London and Birmingham, like, are where everyone kind of. Circuit. Yeah. Let's say, fucking London. Do yeah, you know what I mean? London. You're gonna buck up with someone. You have to come to London you know I mean? at some point yeah, to get your yeah. music yeah.
6: career popping, and you're gonna. So
2: there's no not point. All
6: right. that real and now beef there's is dumb. social media. Back then, it was more authentic. Like you bump into each other maybe once every. Yeah. Now and again. Now there's social media we can talk is daily true. and happy up yeah. this is true I do everything right. from your bedroom. Find each other. Your if
3: you stay in Zone Six in London, you'll be fine. No one's coming for you, apart from Rams. <laughs> Get
2: out
4: one to three, you'll be fine. R- Rams <laughs> is the only one who will travel that far. <laughs> <laughs> for oh yeah, talking about Birmingham, is Grime Originals going to come out of London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they do that with Eskimo dance now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it goes out in Norwich in all places like oh, that. Oh, okay, yeah, no, definitely definitely will. It's going to touch all the major cities. Yeah, yeah, all the major cities. That's in the
6: plans, hundred percent think yeah. If I'm not wrong, the next one is coming up, and it's in. Don't hold me to this. I think it's in like Leicester. Okay, right, yeah. yeah, okay.
4: Because yeah. there's such a first for it outside of London, isn't it? Yeah, you there know is. I mean? there Do you is. know what I know? It's from living out of London. When people started coming down, because um, we had what's his name come down to produce to make music with us from um, Rough Squad. What's his name? um Danger, Dirt Dang, Danger. Yeah. When he first came down, bruv he couldn't believe that the way the music was being perceived out of London do you know yeah. what I mean I was like bruv you're a bit of a star around here yeah. and he just couldn't like accept yeah. it bro. So when, you know I mean?
6: when I was on Powell I went I think it was Liverpool my sister was living in and they was all that to her so why don't he just buy you a house and why yeah. don't like yeah. people it's really so think it's so funny how people you're on the TV yeah. You're, yeah.
2: you've made it you know yeah. what I mean so, yeah, yeah. you've probably had that conversation a million times I have yeah. I
1: have yeah. On, yeah.
2: on that note <laughs> where, where, where where we start talking about sh- uh, shit that bores you um, we're, we're you know it's been amazing having you but we're, we're gonna have to say goodbye I am yep, afraid yep. for now Love though, do you know what I mean? Me. Keep us um keep us yeah, posted definitely. on future I stuff one hundred
4: percent. What's coming up then? An album for off the back of these singles or what? Um I'm doing a single thing
6: and then um an is my next yeah, yeah. project, body of working man, mixtapes mix and EPs albums, yeah. the latter end of it. Yeah,
4: Brilliant. yeah. So I'll go bruv. Yeah. <laughs> singles <laughs> to EPs, I never get past them, bruv. <laughs> 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 let's uh, let's get into some music now. When we get
2: back we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have Eddie Temple, Morris and Nick Hawkes uh, talking about about their new podcast,
1: Trailblazers.
5: (laughs) But again, rave culture did so much. It was an impact on the country because, you know, it was just this agony and ecstasy at the same time was happening. Um, and And the underside... For whatever reason, you know, I, I was going to rage heavily every week and, and Groove and was playing music and he's playing European stuff and, and it's this hybrid of British stuff. And um, I'd met Doc Scott via Kevin Storm is, uh, to, to shop at Haringey with a guy called Chris who used to sell records at Music Power on green lanes, and we'd wait for Groove Rider to turn up, because you're going to just about recognise him from the Thursday night silhouette. <laughs> turn up in a red Mercedes. He'd come through the back door. Everyone's like, Groove's here. He'd get a bag of records pulled out by Chris. Chris would try, try and show off and mix them. Groove Rider would just kind of nod his head to say yes or no. <laughs> so you'd know what records are going to be played the next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
2: was Eddie Temple-Morris and Nick Hawks talking to Goldie on the Trailblazers podcast, um, Mm. available exclusively on Deezer. Um,
0: For the moment, yeah. For the moment. (laughs) For the moment. It's going to go on iTunes and stuff. Brilliant.
2: Brilliant. Well... Firstly, welcome to the show. Thank you, Nick Hawks and Eddie Temple Morris. Thank, Thank you very Yay! much. Thanks for having me. No, it's nice, nice to meet. It's
0: nice. It's nice to put the face to the tunes because, of is. course, you know I was on XFM for 15 years yeah. and I played your tunes. I played your tunes on there, Michael. It's
2: very, very strange to actually meet someone who was uh, such a hev- heavily supportive. So thanks so much <laughs> for that. From get, the heart, you know, yeah, I enjoyed absolutely. it. Absolutely loved your stuff. Um, but um, both of you are legends in your own right. Uh, of course, uh, Nick, the founder of XL, mm. is that. So is that, that, obviously Richard Russell is the kind of name that everyone associates with Excel. Was it co-founding it or was it you founded it and then he kind of sort of took it over and then ran with it?
7: Yeah, so basically uh, Rich wasn't there at the the start, so uh, I pitched the idea to a guy called Tim Palmer, whose name doesn't crop up. So often in, the, uh, in the, the sort of historical reporting But XL grew out of a label called City Beat So I used to work for Tim um, uh, On the City on the Beat label uh, And it was kind of a cross-genre sort of label Some rap, some soul stuff Some kind of more commercially dancey bits uh, And then I pitched to Tim I said, hey, we should be starting something That, that is more focused on the underground That, that taps into this burgeoning underground culture." And we should be trying to sign great records, but not worrying about having hits. Uh, because on City Beat, we were kind of looking for to sign things, like, thinking always, "Will Radio One play this?" Uh, and having those kind of questions, my my view was, we need to be do, signing great records, not worrying about the the, the you know whether. The, this stuff's going to end up on on daytime radio but just do great music and then that started um and yeah rich came along later uh and i left and then yeah rich rich uh ended up running the show fair very very successfully of course yeah absolutely it's it's we were speaking about
2: because i've been excited about this uh, about talking to you gents Mm. since like last week Mm. um just because of the reputation that xl records Mm. has Mm. um but sort of moving on to yourself eddie um legendary dj obviously uh, 15 years like you said on 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 xfm um one of the um founders of secret garden party that's right yeah um w- what moment of madness kind of birthed <laughs> secret garden party Can I, i'd lo- i'd love to know that for that's the that's
0: my main question um well, secret garden party well that that was uh you know an amazing guy called Freddie fellow's just turned up to he, he got in contact with me through XFM mm-hmm. and said, "I really want to talk to you about a potential festival. Well, a, a party that I want to do." And uh, he just, you know, he seemed to be like a nice guy. So I said, "Come, come to my flat and and let's have a meeting." And uh, he turned up with a with a Mac. And a spliff, which I thought was a really nice way to break uh, the ice <laughs> of a meeting. The peace pipe, it? <laughs> yeah, and we went and we went to and we went to the, uh, the the canal by you know up Kensal Road in uh, like up sort of you know um, Portobello Way, and he showed me all these amazing pictures of this party that he that he had put on. It was his birthday party. and There was this big fire and a and a sofa and a doorway and all these beautiful people going kind of dancing. And, and he said, look, I, we, we want, I really want. To make this party, I've got a license, and I want to make this party into a into a thing, you mm. know, into not. I mean, kind of like a festival, but it's not a festival. It's just going to be a party, and mm-hmm. I, just, I love that idea. And he says it's, it's not for not for profit. I just want to. I just want to do the best rave ever. Mm. And uh, and I just thought he's such a lovely guy. And and he said, I've, I said, why me? And he said, well, because you play anything. And I, <laughs> I, I, I like. I like. You know, we love you. You know, I love your show because you'll play like you play techno you play a house you play hip-hop you play like you know well dubstep wasn't a thing then but drum and bass or yeah. whatever or you play a reggae tune in the summer and you, i like the way that you'll just play anything so mm-hmm. i think you'll be you're, you perfectly encapsulate what our spirit is yeah yeah and i think th- you're quite into break beats and stuff i was playing quite a lot of break beats <laughs> at that time so uh, so i I, um, I said yeah okay he said you know he said i haven't got much money i said it's okay i'm not about the money and he, oh, he said Groove Armada, a headlining. Right. And as a DJ set. And then, uh, and then a month before the party, um, he uh, called me ashen-faced, I'm guessing, saying, Groove Armada have pulled out. They've been offered a gig uh, a corporate gig that's paying them twice as much wow. as I've offered and they've pulled right. and I said well that's interesting because I got offered a corporate gig that was paying three times as much as what you're offering <laughs> but I turned them down because I've, I'm a, you know I, I'm an honourable guy yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've, he's basically <laughs> digging out Grove Armada isn't he <laughs> <laughs> well, well so they, you know I mean they went where the money was and, yeah. and, and, uh, and lots of people do that you know but I I, I had, don't do that have so they started Lovebox this time um, I know I think this is pre Box. Yeah, this is, is definitely pro- pre love box. Yeah. So the, yeah. the, the, they might have been the proceeds that they, they might yeah. have spent that money <laughs> that they <laughs> made <laughs> at that corporate gig starting love box. Yeah, it was yeah. They were just yeah. investing. But they're good guys, <laughs> people, I wouldn't. This is not a slagging, this is nah, a this No, is, no, no, This is, this is a day, reportage. At the end
2: of the day, I, I, <laughs> I genuinely think there is a clear cut line between people. Some people I, I respect people that do things
0: for the money. I think if that's you, that's you. That's that's your business. And it might have been they might not have even known
7: about it. It might have been an agent
0: or a management. This is true. I've got quite
7: up Anecdote, if you want uh, to hear yeah, it. Oh yeah, I'd love to hear it. So uh, basically, uh, we were trying to sign them to Positiva. Okay. And uh, I don't know whether other labels do this too much, but we're like, look, while oh, we're in that process of trying to sign, it's so, like any way that we can help you guys develop, whatever you. And they're like, oh, we've got this at the River record, and we're like, I'm like, let us clear the sample for you, you know? We'll maybe we can do that. So we actually cleared the sample on at the River. Oh. Unfortunately, still didn't get them, but uh, wow, you know, we kind of we we were doing our bit we were just working it to see if we could Reel them in yeah. to, to Positiva, which I was running at the time, and unfortunately, uh, it didn't work. That's but, very uh,
2: honourable, though. I'm 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 actually reading uh, Slash's autobiography at right. the moment, and he's kind of um, you're you're absolutely right. When you when you asked if you know a lot of labels kind of do this, you, I've, I've, it must have been common practice, kind of um, in the so, sort of 80s and stuff, because all these th- you know they got signed to Geffen, right. and uh, and then they would they were just they'd be all this all these things would be thrown at them while they were being courted by management labels and stuff. And then they would take all the favours, but would just duck out and just not honour anything. Do you know
7: what I mean? Yeah, I I mean, there was a strategy, obviously. You're doing that because you want to have a a, a kind of an opportunity to be, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? Oh, just calling in to say you need, you know, there is a strategy behind it. Sometimes, though things work and sometimes they don't but for sure when you're trying to sign an act that you think can be big, you are literally trying to figure out what what buttons can I press here? What yeah. things can I do to help bring it on board? And Groove Armada was one that I think had, you know, there was quite a bit of heat around them yeah. and stuff. So,
4: but what's what's interesting what you're saying there, Eddie, is as well yeah. is the fact that the Secret Garden Party does have that essence about it as well. Like you're saying, from going from the corporate world and ch- chasing the money, say, to the the love of it, you know. Yeah, I felt it, you really encapsulated that essence in that. Do you yeah. know what I mean, in that well, festival. I'm glad you
0: say that because it because it's not a festival, it, mm. it, and the reason we, why we killed it last year is because mm. everyone thinks it's a festival right it's not it, all we do is like if there's what, five of us in this room. Mm. If we had a company together, this mm. is an example, right? this is what the Secret Garden Party is. If we had a company, it was a start-up and mm-hmm. we wanted to do a Christmas party and we, we decided like, we're not going to do it with company money because we need the money in the company. We, we, we're going to do it ourselves. Right. We'd all pay and we want to get the best booze and the best everything and some nice food so we put in 100 quid each yeah. to do the party. Mm-hmm. One of us is going to spend 500 quid on the party, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what you do. Yeah. That's what we did. That's what we... Oh, always what we did we took all of the ticket money and we spent it on the party that's why it's the best festival that's ever been because it's not a festival you can't be the best festival and be a festival because a festival is a way to separate people from their money and that's all it is it's just it's got shareholders you know you've got like all that's all that shit and we are just a party admittedly we did get carried away because when you've got twenty-four thousand people then You've got six million quid to spend on a party. that's very, that's very very intoxicating, yeah. and, that, and that's that's why we had the red arrows paint a giant. Uh, cock and balls In the sky Because <laughs> why wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> well, that much, yeah, yeah, When you. the money's sitting here Spend it. We weren't Giving out dividends We, we, yes. we were spending The money yeah, on the party Everything gets spent Yeah exactly. uh, <laughs> Oh we've got 50 grand left over <laughs> yeah, I know the red arrows that's it You know We had They drew a heart One year And then we thought How can we How can we top that <laughs> a, giant, a giant A giant Cock and balls and, Standard and, procedure, and, and, and then we could do. Oh, but we could also do really serious things, like you know. I mean, it was it was a party that was, that's that's you know, beloved by many people Absolutely. for being really fun. And there was this one uh, r- one guy who used to come every year. Um, forgive me for getting serious here, but like, but he, he used to come every year with this sign that said, uh, "This is a serious party." Which, incidentally, he'd nicked from somebody at another festival by apparently by just going, "I need this more than you do," and he took it. And he used to come every year, year in, year out. And he, he uh, very unfortunately suffered from depression, and he uh, he killed himself. And. Um, he in his uh, suicide note he said that the only place that he was ever happy was the Secret Garden Party, right. and please could his ashes be scattered there? So Freddie, the head gardener, being the legend that he is, took his ashes, put it in a massive cannon, uh, uh, like a, the biggest <laughs> firework yeah. of the biggest firework display that you've ever seen, and uh, and literally scattered his ashes yeah. over the Incredible. over the whole thing in the biggest firework, you know, the really big bomb firework that happens <laughs> in the middle of the display, and, yeah. and you know we put his ashes in that. So Brilliant. we really did, you know, we we did, we. we we, like <laughs> a- anything was possible, at that yeah. Case. That he went out in the same way as Hunter S. Thompson, technically, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, exactly. a send off yeah. comparable to Hunter S. Thompson's, really <laughs> wow.
0: and truly. Like, you you gave him an
2: amazing, you, you fulfilled an amazing dying wish, to be fair, man. Yeah, it's a fair play to you. Um, so both, both from different, both kind of on different very successful paths, both with the letter X involved somehow. Yeah, uh, you, you, oh, yeah. you you've met somewhere along the line. And mm. wh- when, when did the decision sort of um come about to make uh, to, to start the trouble podcast
7: yeah well I, I remember eddie doing a fantastic um interview in-depth interview uh with liam uh from the prodigy um Who uh, nick
0: manages yeah
7: yep. uh, and uh it was it was really good so really asked all the right questions and again it was liam playing oh this record meant a lot to me at this point and and then this changed in my life and then this was significant all and it was a great uh, uh entity um And then I said to Eddie, Dad, that's so good, man. You should do more of this Uh, because I think there's an opportunity for for this kind of stuff to be out there because i really yeah. enjoyed it as a fan forget <laughs> the promotional value or whatever that i had from a from being a, an artist manager and the, the way that that fitted into a prodigy campaign it was all great but just as a fan i was like it's great so <laughs> i remember exactly how this happened it was it was the
0: day after i announced that i had uh, let, well what happened was i tore up my contract and walked away from XFM right uh, on the Friday before they were going to announce that they were radio, radio X and, uh, X. and have Chris Moyles XFM's most hated celebrity of all time as their new figurehead. <laughs> yeah. I found that offensive, so I tore my contract up and walked out. Don't mess with and- the fucking witch. <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, and, uh, and Nick, bless him, called me up and went. Oh, I wanted to call you up because the boys the boys wanted to say like, well done, like for doing that. That's like for standing by your principles and doing that. And I've got this idea on what you should do next. And it. It's this. I think that somebody needs to do this, like art, this because electronic music is such a important cultural thing for for, for this country and for the world. And people are starting to, who, the progenitors of it. You know, people who started it off. They're start. They're getting old now. We need to document mm-hmm. their lives, and we need to have a. a this is Nick saying. He said, "I, I, I imagine this online resource that." future generations can go to for free that just looks at, that focuses in on you know, the people who made it the music, the people who played it on the radio in the clubs, like for the people who signed it, and mm. everybody let's just, and, and you, I think you'd be really good to do that. And and he said I can help you, you know, because between us we know everybody, and, and I can help you to do this, mm. and I said uh I said, wow Nick, that's an amazing idea, but I think there's one thing missing, and that's you I think I I think it shouldn't be me I think because you you're a dance music legend yourself and in like in 88 to 91 when it was really just like properly happening i wasn't involved you know you like nick was getting his trainers dirty in those raves around the m25 i was the guy going this is just a fucking rocket you know this is just i I just want to get some sleep and this is just a a kick drum just a chimpanzee could do this that was my my view then but obviously you know in retrospect i have a lot of records from that period which i really love but at the time i wasn't involved and so i remember saying to nick that i think that it's a really strong idea but i love the idea of you being because you were there you should like be really like the pivot of this and i could be more like a an agent provocateur i could be more like a a, a, i could chair it because you know i know our radio desk works and stuff and and uh, I think, that, and, and also, I think that, a tri- and as you know, like a triangular conversation is much better than a linear, yes. normal, if you, if it's just, with the greatest respect, if it's just you and me talking, yeah, Michael, it yeah. wouldn't be as fun as, is it, Absolutely as, as you guys. Yeah. Or, or as, you know, it's, it's it, when you have different angles, it's much, it's much, I think it's a, a much better thing mm-hmm. and it's, it's more unpredictable yeah. and cooler and more fun, you know, I, and, and so Nick was like, wow. Me, a presenter? Like, I never thought about that. Let me, let me think about this. He's mm. a real thinker, Nick.
7: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really? having a think right now. <laughs> 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 you'll, have, you'll, have, you'll have noticed that my M- M- gob's been shut for the last couple of minutes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> so, as soon as he heard his name, he was just, <laughs> sorry, I was just having
7: a think. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. he's, he's a real thinker, so he had to no, think like about it, it. And he got back to me about an hour later or something and he went, I've had a think and I think that's really cool of you to to include me as a presenter and I, and I, and I and I've thought about it and I actually do think that it's a good idea. Brilliant. Cuz cuz at the first he was going but I'm not a presenter and I was going but but you're Nick Hawks. Mm. FFS. You
4: know. Well, was it the first time you stepped to, uh, into the spotlight then Nick away from being in the background type Um
7: I had done some radio bits and pieces in the past but I'd never really pursued Uh, being in front of the mic. You've got such a broadcaster's voice. Right. You genuinely do. Well, thank you. I mean, the the interesting thing is that when I was at uni, I figured that there were two routes for me to go down. Uh, Funnily enough, either radio or or the kind of records route. Yeah. And uh, I did a communications degree at uni here in London. And then I think what happened was that my first full-time job Was in the in the record side of things as a promotion person, um, independent promotion person, kind of mailing out records to club DJs and doing a little bit of radio plugging. But it was that side, so that kind of set me off down Mm -hmm. the records route. Where maybe if when I'd come out of uni, if my first job was as a junior production assistant at Capital or something, maybe I would have gone down the radio route. But but really, my, my radio experience, it's pretty limited. I, I ha- used to help out on Radio 1 um, when I was at uni. I blagged myself for uh, a, uh, a gig working at WBLS in New York right. for the summer mm-hmm. uh, when I was at uni also. That was... That was pretty good. Yeah, I imagine. yeah, it's quite special. Yeah, American
2: American radio must be they, they. A lot I I watch a lot of. When, when have you? I've I seen a lot of films, should I say, yeah. uh, or seen a lot of dramas that involve some aspect of an American radio station, uh-huh. and it always seems so like passionate. Is how, d- does it vary greatly from radio in the, U- the UK?
7: Um, well, I think it's slower, actually, really? American radio. Uh, yep. Uh, so, I so um, I think that. You know, with it being a big country, of course, records take longer to mm. turn into hits yeah. and longer to fade away. Whereas the UK historically has been a quicker market yeah, where yeah. records can blow up more swiftly, mm-hmm. and you can be an underground club record, and then seven weeks later you can be at number two. Yeah. It's not the way that it works in America. So, funnily enough, um, the I wouldn't s- uh, say that American radio, and this was in the uh, in 1980. 7 that I was at, at BLS um that it was um i it was it was there was the slower aspect but then again radio is is all about you know the people and what music you've got about at the time so there will have been boring conservative radio stations in America at that time and then radio stations or shows within them that were really exciting and really dynamic yeah. and really vibrant so and I was lucky that BLS was exciting because um, um, there was there was some great hip hop kind of going off at that time, and Marley Marl worked on the station. He used to do a, a mix at lunchtime, and, oh, wow. and I was the kid who was like in there, you know, like, hey, Marley, do you want me to get you some sandwiches and a what soda do you want? Amazing. And then I'd go down to the store and I'd bring you know, and I'd help out, and I went round to his house, and he st- just had a little studio in his in his flat in, and, and anyway, um, so. Um, yeah, it was to me. It was a very, very exciting time, and it did actually give me, if you if you want to hear it, a very pivotal experience when I was working at, at New York mm-hmm. uh, WBLS. Do you want to hear that? Yeah, or? yeah, for sure, sure. Okay, so basically, I'd I'd blagged my way in. So I was wondering how I can get involved in radio or records whilst I'm working in New York. I had a work permit for the summer, uh, and I got a job as a cinema usher uh, mm-hmm. in the evenings. And then I thought, yeah, how do I get involved in, you know, something else? And, and um, I came up with a plan. Like, I, I know I'll, I'll just call up WBLS and I'll phone up and see if I could interview the head of the, the radio station. Let's and I'll say that I'm a journalist and I'm writing an article on radio and give it a go. Mm. So I phoned up explained this uh, to the head of the station's assistant who said okay I'll, well I'll speak to Mr Kirkland and if he's interested I'll call you back ten minutes later she calls back yes he'd be delighted to be interviewed by you do you want to come in tomorrow morning I was like oh my god yes please <laughs> but god <laughs> Jesus I didn't expect it to work yeah. so I was like Gee, I've got to make up some questions I don't know what and I'm fiddling around listening to all these radio stations trying to work out what the hell I'm doing so I went in did the interview and then um, I was uh, in the afternoon I met the people uh, the lady who ran the the programming area so that's like filing away the records and compiling the charts and um, she said yeah if you want to kind of do some stuff help out whatever this afternoon oh great which I did and then at the end of the day uh, she said so do you want to come back uh, same you know 10 o'clock tomorrow morning and I'm like "Uh, well I can do (laughs) like if you want uh," she's like yeah sure you should you're our new intern if you want to be you fucked around and got a job and <laughs> yeah I, I got offered a job and i didn't even realize cool. i didn't even realize kind of that i was kind of doing the almost the interview process yeah, yeah, but i didn't yeah. even know so i was like really okay so but this isn't the pivotal thing oh, the, right. the, the pivotal thing comes 3 weeks later where there's a um, world premiere playback party for a new michael jackson album and the uh, radio from epic comes in with with a handful of invites into the programming area and goes like okay new jackson records coming who wants to to come along and hear the the record for the first time in the world and i'm sitting there in the corner and i'm kind of very shyly going <laughs> what do i do here well i sort of gently started raising my hand going uh yeah um, i'm kind of uh, i don't know whether i should be mm. doing this but i'll give it a go. he's like yeah you're a good kid you can come hands me the invite and then i go to this party it's a massive super yacht it's going around manhattan there's champagne there's caviar and i'm speaking to the, the bls people I'm like who are all these people on the boat they're like oh that guy runs he's the editor of billboard and this is the guy who runs tower records Damn. and at that point i was in between my second and third year at uni and i'm like and me, what, <laughs> what on earth am I doing here? This is ridiculous, but I could act <laughs> so and I, I literally would said that to myself, um, but then I could work out how I got there, because of course I was there because I was working in the programming department of BLS and the guy came in, but then how was I there? Oh, it was because I phoned up to do the interview, so I could kind of work out the steps that it took. To to get me to that position, mm. uh, and and I thought to myself, well, it's ridiculous that I'm here, but that was how it happened. And at that point, I was thinking, you know, I'd like to have a career in music. I wonder if it might be possible to sign a hit ever or w- get a job at a record label. I don't know. Maybe these are far fetched ideas, but then again, it's pretty fucking far fetched that I'm yeah that I'm <coughs> I'm standing exactly. on this super yacht with a plate of caviar and <laughs> champagne and all that so i actually thought well maybe it's possible and, absolutely and so amazing and then that years later you
0: signed the greatest producer of electronic music in the uk ever <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's funny
2: fair play man mm. fair, very very welcome anecdote mm. um should we get into the so, so obviously we've been we've been speaking to to nick hawks and uh, eddie Temp- temple morris mm. about their brand new podcast uh, trailblazers um in which they speak to people who uh, excel in their field in, especially in ele- electronic music mm. and we played an excerpt of uh, an episode with Goldie but let's get into one with uh, Gary Newman um, he's talking about my favourite Gary Newman song <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> probably the only one that most people know Cars um, uh, are being written on bass.
4: The whole thing so I put it all together, the little chorus part, took about 10 minutes and then I did the lyrics I think in about another 10-20 minutes I think the whole thing took about half an hour maybe. I don't Maybe yeah. now I can remember it perfectly, but quickest song I ever wrote. But I wrote it on bass guitar. Wow! So this electronic classic is actually written on a bass guitar. Okay. That
2: was a very quick one. But um, oh, we're just getting some teas served around. We keep it really honest in this studio. If you're hearing lots of shuffling, it's because um because the teas are right. The teas yeah. are arriving. Yeah. Right. We'll always have a little tea. shuffle when the tea comes in. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I <genuinely laughs> do. If I was on my feet, I would have had a little shuffle. Yeah,
1: man.
4: Too, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, sorry. Eddie, was you chomping at the bit to get back involved in radio then? Because obviously this being a format, I feel the podcast now is almost like radio. It's like the new version of radio, you know? I think yeah. people are going to look for these things. Did you feel after you walked from XFM, was you chomping at the bit to get back involved?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'd been in radio for mu- for like most of my adult life. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a musician, first and foremost, uh, but I, I sidestepped into radio in the in the sort of roaring nineties, and and uh, and then ended up at, at Radio One, and then and then uh, and then ended up at MTV and, and XFM. Um, uh, and so yeah, I was I was absolutely absolutely as you say chomping at the bit to yeah. get to get back, and it's it's where I feel the most comfortable. I I, I love radio much more than than I love TV, yeah, and uh, especially music radio, and especially so,
4: podcasts, because I feel you get that other little angle to it all, don't you? You know, well what it's me? nice
0: to do something conversational because mm. obviously my my the remix show that that I still do, but I just do it on Soho Radio for for free rather than being at, at, at X and be paid, mm. and um uh, and I do, I'm also on Virgin now every day, so. So, oh, nice. I, I, so I do I do, uh, do that mid-morning shot. Right. so I've still you still but, active but in very, the world yeah yeah but it's very it's very music heavy there's no chat mm. and like you say it's it's kind of it's very liberating yeah. on a, on a station like this where mm. you can just have a nice chat to, to people Oh, or, that's why I love podcast you know mm. you can really go in and, and, and you can really go in you yeah. can get you can go in depth and, I, and we really do we have conversations with these people it's not like we have a, a list of questions we mm. just we just get people into a studio like this and we have a conversation
2: I was actually going to ask I know it's kind of early days yet when it comes to podcasts 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 um both as a phenomenon and as a you know a preference but do you have one podcasts or
0: radio oh i see them as the same thing yeah i see them as the same thing you know, I I, I I had never done a podcast of my own but I'd been on, I went on Scroobius Pip's amazing discussion yes, piece. he did, yeah. that is a brilliant yeah. podcast to was, be fair. Uh, shout out to Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Pip is, a, is is an absolute legend, done. I love him, both pro- professionally and uh, personally and uh, I was very proud to be the first person on that podcast which is now famous for its tackling mental health yes. and I was the first person who ever tackled it on that, um, in, in that amazing guest list of, of, of people yeah. who were way more famous and shimmering than me. I, I but, thought, uh, But it was
7: jaw-dropping Eddie's appearance on Scrooby's Pips Distraction Pieces. It is a great series. Oh, the, 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 you know, very, so open, so honest, Mm -hmm. and it really, and talking about uh, suicide in a way that I'm not used to hearing... People talk about that subject, let alone two blokes, because blokes generally don't talk about suicide anyway. One of the reasons that the numbers numbers are so shocking. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it really is quite something. So if, if people are kind of uh, having a look in, in podcast world, that is a particularly good one. Yeah. Eddie's ep- episode with, uh, with Scrooge on distraction. Yeah, thank That means a lot coming from you. It thank is. You. It's amazing.
2: On a, on a lighter note, I've got, I've got quite an important question. Um, so you see when you, you've kind of pitched the idea of this um, um, big, uh, this, this, this um, grand idea of a podcast to, to Eddie, um, was there a spliff? With the pitch,
1: <laughs>
2: no, no. no, Nick's not one of them. <laughs> we've no. we've
7: we've never we've never and shared You a still said yes? We are, no, we haven't. Yeah, we're we really a nice guy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a, I'm not a puffer man. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah Nick's, Nick's far too serious and uh, professional. That's, That's why he's done so probably, well, I've done so. I've probably it? got. Yeah. I've
7: probably got a list of. You know how some people have got a list of like people that oh I had a spliff with. So yeah, and so and I've so got one of those lists. Okay, I've got a list of people. Where I've turned them down <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the most recent one Cool DJ Herc No oh, way Yeah, oh. yeah. when I was last in New York He's like, do you want to have a I'm like, no, I'm good man, I'm good You said to call yeah. like, no to Cool Herc That was just a couple of months ago, man I wish I was in like, I don't know Wherever the fuck you were And I would have been like I'll have some, mate Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. I'll have
4: it for him <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Next time, ring up Michael and tell him
2: Hang on,
7: you If you'd have been there um, yeah. next time someone offers you a spliff just say wait wait there take, yeah, hold a, on fo- a, minute. take a photo of them yeah. send me the photo yeah. if it's you'll worth p- it I'll
0: come right yeah, in yeah you'll so come, okay I'll, <laughs> pick I'll keep that in mind I, you've actually just reminded me of, of something of, of a story that I've never told it's, it's a taking a spliff to a pitch uh, anecdote do we have time for this? yes, yes. <laughs> okay, always got so, time for
2: a spliff to I, a pitch I, oh, anecdote alright okay so,
0: so the scenario is I'm 19, I think I'm 19 or 20 years old and I went to uh, an audition uh, the, the manager of my local record store oh the days when we had local record stores I mm. uh, had heard that these childhood heroes of mine, uh, who were at this band called the Southern Death Cult, which then later turned into the cult, um, were having an audition for a bass player. And I mm. thought, well, I, I want to go. You know, where is it? And he said, it's the studio at this time. And I'll, I'll even take you there. You know, I'll, I'll take you there. I was just a skint, like on the dollar musician at that time. So uh, I, I thought, well, this is the Southern Death Cult. Like, this is, like, number one, they're like number one in the enemy in, in the indie charts. And, like, they were, like, I had their posters all on my, mm. on my wall and stuff. I worshipped these guys. But, of course, I didn't know them. And I just thought, well, I'm going to take a spliff. Of course they're going to smoke. They're musicians. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, you know,
0: so I, so I, so I go in and, and I get in. And the first thing I do, is I take out my Music Man Stingray and I plug it in. And then I take out this, this lovely, beautifully rolled <laughs> cone. Yeah. And I go, how about this? I, said, I bought an icebreaker for us. And it was like the the atmosphere completely changed. It was it was like uh, just offering a you know a pie at a, <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a synagogue or a, you know it, I just suddenly felt like a fart in a spacesuit. And, and and Aki looked at me like like as if I'd asked him to smell my finger. Uh, sorry. So the, the, the two guys, Aki the drummer from Southern Death Cult and Buzz the guitar player from the Southern Death Cult. And Aki looked at me and he just went, "I'm Muslim." I've never taken drugs. And and I sort of, I went, okay. And I looked at Buzz. Hopefully. Was like, you I looked at Buzz, hopefully. Hopefully He goes, oh, no, man. I, I don't do draw. i never I never done it. I, I'm really fit. Like, I, you know, got go to gym all the time and stuff. <laughs> and it was like, it was just the worst. I just wanted the ground to open up and swallow me at that point. But... <laughs> I rocked it eventually. I've put the spliff away. Good. And actually, I've smoked it. Let <laughs> me smoke it. And then <laughs> did, it, and then did the, I, needed it, I needed something at that point. And, uh, and then did the audition and I got the job. And that's where my story
7: but- began. <laughs> Amazing. You, you're not, you're not the, the only ones who've got that kind of thing wrong, though. This isn't me. But I mean, I'm aware of in the music industry where people read things wrong. There was an, mm. one artist who went on to sell millions of records. And I, and I know that he went for a meeting with one a and R who's like, right, how do we get him on side? So like, Tell you what, mate, you know, should we, let's go out down stringies on Friday night, They'd go, we'll get right off it, whatever, whatever. And the guy said, well, actually, no, I'm, I'm a, quite a devout Christian and I... <laughs> I, you know, I would never, I would never put myself in, in in an environment like that. So he didn't end up signing to that particular executive. But you know, there we go. I don't know why the
0: go-to would
2: be a strip club. Like, how do you do that without testing? Not even a drink. Not even let's go to a bar and get to know each other. Do you know what I mean? Like a strip club is so. I don't know. That, that's that's
7: that well, you just you though. make you you can make your assumptions that these things are going to work. Yeah, and this is true.
2: I think. It's, it's, but I, I think. Yeah. Um, I've, I've always. I've always. Um, Whenever I've sent music to to people, I, I'm an artist manager myself and whenever I send music, I'll always for some reason I've got a ritual. If i if I send music to someone pitching it, then I'll I'll, I'll listen to it first with a spliff. And then and then I just wish to, I just wish that I could give the listener a spliff as well okay. so that they were feeling exactly what I was feeling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just sign the fucking record. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, but, I,
5: um, I've been sent spliffs.
0: Yeah, you know, you? with demos. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, 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 I, I
7: think I'm, that's Great. Well, the thing is, yeah, yeah, no. The thing is, yeah,
0: you, you do have that like, shall I or shall yeah. I? Because this could, this could have anything yeah, in yeah, yeah, sure. oh. and, and you know, okay. yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah? I always think that the sender. <laughs> the first time I, I, I opened it up and checked <laughs> it and then yeah. re rolled it. just a yeah. I always sure. I always
2: hope that the the sender would be intelligent enough to know that if you're dead from anthrax then you're not going to be able to play the record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: Exactly. Yeah. Think about it. Cognitively,
2: yeah, that was fine. <laughs> so the, the Trailblazer podcast, um, available now on Deezer, but going out onto every other platform in the yeah. very near future. Um, you the, the episodes that are available right now, you've got you've had guests like uh, Gary Newman, Norman Cook, Mary Ann Hobbs, Goldie, obviously we mm. heard an, uh, an excerpt from his episode as well, Mike Pickering and Danny Rampling. We've heard some really good um, anecdotes from you know two of the excerpts we heard. Have you got favourites, though? From one of our guests, yeah.
7: Um, <clears throat> I mean, not that it's hilarious or anything like that, but I, I like Daniel Miller's uh, uh, anecdote uh, where he was explaining to us. So he's a guy that runs, founded and runs Mute Records. Right. Just, just explained that he was going to see another band. Um, at a some pub in the East End or in, in Essex or something, and he got there early and he was thinking, oh, should I nip out and maybe grab a bite to eat, do something else, whatever it was. It's like, oh, there's some random support band on. I t- you know what, I might as well hear their first song. If it's rubbish, I'm going to go out to the pub next door or what have you. So here's the first song. Oh, that's good. Kind of better than I was expecting. Oh, I'm going to stay for the second song. Oh, second song, better than the first. Okay, right, well, I'm interested to hear what the third song's like. Even better again. It's like, wow, this is getting really interesting and and that was depeche mode and and that was how he signed depeche mode oh for real yeah yeah so so just to me i like that anecdote because it just it was he had his radar up he could have he could so easily have gone i've come to see this other band who were on at nine so i'm gonna time my arrival so i get there at five to nine or i'm gonna get into town and then i'm going to go and grab a bite to eat or whatever and then I'll see the band that I'll come to see but instead he was there, he thought well you know what I might as well check it out, why yeah. not, I'll, I'll give it one, give them the, the one song benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and then they took that, they became this multi million yeah. selling incredibly important act but that. had was how it started so I like that story personally
0: oh, there are so many amazing stories with the people that we can imagine the sort of the richness of the storytelling is absolutely incredible but I, I think I think thinking about it is my, my favourite was the very first one that we did which was uh, Renard R- Renart van der papaliera I think is the yeah, right exactly. way to pronounce that so he's the R in R&S records so the legendary label with that sort of Ferrari prancing uh-huh. stallion horse you know that Joey Beltram's energy flash or the boom satellites that you know would, would be found on that it was one of those labels that you could just buy that logo and be safe <laughs> and uh, there was a lovely story that he told about uh, about having a heart attack and being in a hospital and then discharged. lovely story he, you say. And then he, <laughs> well no no well, it gets better he, so he and it, uh, he discharged himself to go to a gig and he was there till six o'clock in the morning he was the last man standing <laughs> uh, and, you know, and, and, and you know he's like I, I just come from hospital I just had a heart attack but I'm here this is where the magic happens he has this theory that between four and 6 like that's when the magic happens in a club or at a gig and he's so so going for but that's but actually my favorite moment was the moment where I asked him because he signed uh Richard D James aka uh the apex Twin and so I wanted to ask him about the 16 year old Aphex Twin you know what was that like interacting with with like the equal best or second best in my view producer of electronic music ever in this country and just as he was about to answer Nick goes whoa wait hang on and then he starts rifling around in his rucksack and there's this rustle and then he hands me this cassette and it was as I recall a C60 Maxell metal cassette with very spidery childlike handwriting on it with like an unpronounced four tracks unpronounceable name of a track and then a brackets great baseline on this one unpronounceable track amazing potential on this unpronounceable name uh, the greatest bass line you've ever heard and then and then at the bottom right hand corner there's this, it, his name and his, his address and, then, and it was an 081 number oh like, them the, yeah, yeah. those oh, days yeah, yeah. 081 and then it said this is a copy of a copy of a copy <laughs> for my own protection and I looked at this and I just think oh my god Nick you had the original Aphex Twin demo that Jesus. he sent out as a 16 year old boy and Nick goes yep and I go yeah. and you turn this down and he goes yep and you, know, <laughs> you, you can't win them all because he went on, obviously he went on to sign the prodigy but, yeah. but then and then Renard goes I didn't turn it down I off, I heard it and then I, off, I asked him to come to, to Holland to, to the Belgium. Netherlands Belgium. to Belgium sorry mm. to, to Belgium and hang out in my flat and I had some analogues I had a little desk there and some analog synths and stuff and I just, just cut him loose and just hung out with him and just got him to make music in my flat. And that's how the FX Twin story wow. started. Fair so way. yeah, the, all these incredible stories. Like, that's what I love about this podcast. And you were saying, you know, the format is so great mm. to be able to go in deep. And you go, we go so, so in deep with these people. Mm. And it's fantastic to get those backstories to these things that we know and that we love. These tunes or moments that really that have a huge effect on our lives, you know, yeah, on, our, yeah. on our culture.
2: Absolutely, it's it's been—it's been—you know—you shared a wealth of experience and anecdotes with us, um, and it's been a pleasure to have you in. For all of like, it's been about half an hour, I'm sure. Longer than expected Oh um, well, thanks, thank you Thanks so much for coming in to chat to us um, The Trailblazer podcast is right now available on Deezer But will be available on all other streaming platforms uh, chaired, uh, sorry, Presented by Eddie Temple Morris and Nick Holtz um, You can hear them chatting to like I said Legends like Gary Newman uh, Norman Cook, Mary Ann Hobbs, Goldie, Mike Pickering Danny Rampling etc etc um, Check it out I'm definitely going to Sort of have a little binge on that,
7: yeah, man, because it sounds <laughs> exactly. absolutely
2: incredible. Okay. Um, thank you so much to to Eddie and Nick for joining us today, as well as Fumin, who was our guest earlier on, and my guest co presenter. Um, Franco Freys really? and my longtime friend and co-presenter Natalie aka Sarah de Bunda making this sound like an Oscar speech yeah. on purpose <laughs> just to run down the clock you understand me um, <laughs> next week we're going to be joined by I don't know but Natalie who's on Callum McSwiggan's show?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I it like is. to put
2: the heat on Natalie uh, once yeah. one a it's time.
3: YouTuber Jessica Kelgren fozard
2: cool, cool, cool you had to read that one out I knew
3: that yeah I, you, I weren't remember, on knew that. you weren't on point I wasn't reading funny paper
2: we're off to a, a pub quiz now. Oh, yeah. I love a pub quiz! Yeah, oh. and I'm so sure because of synchronicity. Because I've got this kind of I'm I, I'm I'm a bit of a talisman unto unto, unto myself, and mm. I get a lot of good luck. And I guarantee that there will be a question related to something that you one of you guys have told me. Let's today. hope so. I, I can just guarantee it. We have <laughs> been
3: sat there before, and have definitely we haven't played before. We what we like to do is survey the place, we see if do. we can win it. And after five weeks of like. So yep. it, we can win it tonight. One, of, one, of, our producers, one of our producers
2: on our team actually just went to a pub quiz yesterday just, just al- to warm up. And yeah. later, you know? yeah. we well, take next this time. Can we come with you? Yeah, yeah you sure. can come with us tonight Something if you up. want. You I'm know. playing yeah.
7: Five Side at 9 o'clock. Ah, more important. yeah. yeah to
2: sorry be, about that. Can yeah. I yeah. come? I don't know, I don't really feel
7: <laughs> pub quiz
2: <laughs> <crisps>
0: anymore. <laughs> Football's
2: better, I'm joking. Um, we will be back next week, uh, but we're going to leave you with a song. And who's uh, going to, do you know who my special guest co host is going to be next week?
3: That's a TBC, but I do know Governor B's coming in. Amazing. So,
2: Amazing. Been a big show
3: next
5: week.
2: Cool. Well, I'll, I'll see you next week, and so will Natalie. Thank you once again thank so much you. to Nick Hawkes and Eddie Temple Morris. Thank you, guys. And, yeah, you guys. and really to appreciate my it. guest yeah, host, Franco Fraze. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.